You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCCW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Wednesday, which means noon, which means it's Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. Um, This is Melanie, and Christy is running a few minutes late. She'll be joining us in a couple of minutes. But uh, we've got lots to talk about, lots to do today, and a great guest uh, that we uh, promoted earlier in the week, Craig Llewellyn with uh, Congressman Kevin Brady's office. And he is here today, and we are going to get into lots of interesting information about both Washington and state of Texas and, of course, home. So anyway, um, you guys um, hang tight for just a minute. And before we get into the to the dirt, the grit and the grime, then, you know, we'll leave that to Christy because she's so good at that. Anyway, how have you been, Dick? Oh, didn't have your microphone. Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Yeah. You um, you uh, ready for the parade next week? Oh, yeah. We're going to have actually uh, Brian Dawson on our morning show. Uh, on Friday morning, we're going to talk about the Go Texan Parade, which is happening right here in downtown Conroe, mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. It's a great family event. I'd encourage everyone to come out and then stick around downtown because yes. there's a lot of stuff to do down here. Absolutely. So uh, I enjoy it. I always enjoy the chaos the traffic brings because <laughs> for that two hours, everyone's like, where do I park? How do I get through? Yeah, exactly. And exactly. Uh, that's always fun to and watch. The, and the, and the, and the, the oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I know. That's not like me. I, I should just have a sack that con- confiscates <laughs> all electronic <laughs> yeah, devices. Thanks. Um, yeah, no, it's... Um, now you're reading it. No, so now I'm, this is I'm weird. I'm trying to turn it off. Just Stop. Turn, you Leave not, me you alone. Don't, you don't know how to power down a phone? I think it's a button. Yeah, just power trying it down. to turn the volume off. Anyway... Um, so, yeah, and it's always fun. The kids, it's fun to watch the kids. It's fun to see everybody. And Do you know what time it starts? Uh, One o'clock, I believe. Huh? Okay. Isn't that right? I mean, I honestly, I don't know until Friday because that's I when I interview. <laughs> I, I don't do any research on our guests. Yeah. That way they, I learn as they tell us. Uh, so. I see. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I see. Yeah, well, that guy was here with our show a couple uh, weeks ago. <laughs> talking about it, too. I know. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> okay. Did you uh, get over the impeachment? Videos? What, what impeachment videos? Yeah, there we go. I figured. <laughs> what? The, I'm not, you, you know, know I don't the, really care about news, that stuff. All the news. Oh. Know. Well, it's interesting because that that whole thing, the last time I was in a, watched an impeachment was the Bill uh-huh. Clinton deal. Uh-huh. And there's so many people involved. It's amazing to me. And it's almost like you have to put it on a stage where mm. it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I feel, especially with the the higher government, not like local government, the higher government, I feel like you can kind of just do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And it is what it is. Like, <laughs> like I don't. I your, your opinion is quite <laughs> quite low and quite interesting. Well, I you know how like especially when you're doing something that when people are making accusations mm-hmm. as if it's a fact, mm-hmm. and then you're just like I'm like okay, well if it's true, then we'll it'll take care of itself, right? No. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess it's not true then. Like, what do you know is true? What what yeah. don't you know is true? Right. Well, and some of it just doesn't matter. Some of the stuff they will make up, and it's still not true. And it still doesn't rise to the level of, you know, where, what, what it would take to impeach somebody. Anyway. I'm more interested in the, the Jesse, Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yeah, because that. that to me is more of like we actually are getting to know what really happened 
what are people like what is actually going to happen with him mm-hmm. and then also mm-hmm. the people that i would almost say covered it up for him right because right. it wasn't the, just him yeah Craig. The, the da brushed it under the rug and yeah. then the police charge like the police charged them and the da is all of a sudden we support our police and they made a great move to like complete 180 flip well, I mean, that thing, a lot of it was political, right? Yeah. A lot of that yeah. decision oh, yeah. was... Well, his his motivation was political to start with. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, hey! It's the other half of Toast of the Town. I know. Christy yeah, Leggett. got me, like, all discombobulated. I know. I know. How are you doing, Craig? I'm doing well, doing well. Good to see you. Yes. We, we have gotten started without you, know, but good. we and we are discussing the topics of the world. Yes, and what are you discussing Solving right now? Solving the world's problems while we're at it. Yes, right. exactly. Uh, the Jesse Smollett case. We started on impeachment, <sighs> and we've already moved to Smollett. You know, I thought that was really, really interesting that it took bringing in a special prosecutor to actually right. relive those charges. Right. So, um, I don't understand why they're redoing it, frankly. I don't understand why they dropped him to begin with. Well, there you go. I Probably um, it's the double jeopardy thing. That's my theory. Well, and that's what's really interesting, too, because they're saying that uh, that's kind of the argument right now because they took it to a grand jury mm-hmm. um, and they're doing it again. Uh, there is a double jeopardy, but I think double jeopardy only it's, technically exists if you actually go to trial. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think that's why they decided not to go to trial yeah. the first time. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, th- I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah. But. Where do you think he's going to be working in 20 years? Because <laughs> he's definitely not. I mean, do you think he's going to be on another TV show? No. 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 He'll no. no he's, he's not popular he now. Total, he's well, he just, is totally. Yeah. He's kind of done. Nixed himself, which is really sad. Well, I feel like you can, in in the grander scheme of things, you can get away with a lot of stuff. Even if you're like 20 years ago, no one's going to remember it, really. Right. But he's not He's not good enough to to be that. You think so? That. No. I mean, he's, on a, he's on a nationally broadcasted television show. How yeah, many people but, are on nationally broadcasted television shows? Exactly. He can get another job in 20 years. They run for six seasons and then you never see them again. Well, yeah. and, and you got to look. I mean, why did he do this to begin with? Because mm-hmm. he wanted more fame. If he was completely content with you know where he was, then right. he probably wouldn't have done something so stupid and juvenile anyway. Right. Um, which, you know, to me, it's just heartbreaking because, you know, you look at the spotlight that it brought um, and it it just made bad situations so much more, mm-hmm. you know, so much worse. And, you know, to... I don't know, know. We got that saying, this is MAGA country. Uh, I mean, that kind of <laughs> stuck the with best, me a little the bit. The best part of that was was his story was the two guys rolled up on him like, you're that guy from Empire. Like, two hardcore Trump fans would walk or would sit down and watch, watch Empire. Empire. Well, no, that, no, that was, that was like, actually... Who, who sat down and thought this out? If you read the detective notes, that was in one of the notes. It was oh, really? why yeah, it said basically like I, I'm not quoting it verbatim. It said why would a uh, white extremist watch Empire? <laughs> yeah, to sit around and get aggravated. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it, it I don't know. I mean, I, was I? I've never watched Empire. Was he? Was he homosexual on the show, or was he heterosexual? Was, was his character Empire. heterosexual, or was that, or was that part of his arc? I don't know. I couldn't. Well, that's you. what I was I, wondering. I never watched it. Because, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you can't tell just by well, looking at the picture. Well, he gave too much detail. He just needed, because if you get attacked, you're supposed to be like, oh, I don't really remember. I but I remember being hit, and I remember them being white. 
Yeah. And that's all. And wearing red hats. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. And people yeah. can connect the dots and make it up on their own. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Don't know what the hat said. Obviously, yeah. his acting skills were not as great as he expected <laughs> <Right>. to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it is interesting. Um. Anyway, I I know you know our guest. Today. I do. Have I you do. introduced him already? I have introduced. Him. Well, I told everybody he was here, but I, Wonderful. I, I didn't. Craig, welcome. Thank welcome. You. Thank you. It's always so good Happy to see to you. Yeah. Happy New Year. Thank you I don't think much. I've you seen too. you since the first. Is that yeah. really possible? I don't know. I don't know, know either. We like see him every other <laughs> it's day. It's already like the middle of February. I, 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 know, and I said something to him all ago, and I said, you know, the, the blonde that was sitting across the table, he goes, blonde, table? I go, you know, the table we sat at 48 hours ago? He goes, oh, Walker County. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that really fair to judge somebody who's in the political game? Because no, imagine it's not. The, the thousands of people they meet a year. Oh. Right. Yeah, but I described her. Well, and especially <laughs> yeah. and especially with Craig because he's way, way more than just Montgomery County. I know he is. you. You I have know to. Nine you have counties. to. Do, yeah, nine counties. We and, were up in your territory last night. We were in Leon County too. Yeah. Oh, all the way up there. Yeah, all the way, mm-hmm. all the way up there. Yeah. Right. So, how is Congressman Brady doing? Obviously, there's a lot going on in DC if, right now. He's, he's fine. He. I mean. I think if you would ask him, he'd say he has he had had better days in the past. Yeah. Um, but it's and then he'll say this if you ask him. It, it's just one of those things. It's 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 gone past the okay. We're we're colleagues and we disagree and we talk we debate this. It's just sitting sitting there in just being on two completely different pages. Yeah. Is it is the hostility? Does it cut? Does it carry over all the time? Like now, is it just? You know, we can't even be friends, can't be cordial. I mean, and that's a generalization because I know not everybody mm-hmm. falls into, and I know Congressman Brady's not yeah. that way. But is, you know, what is what is the, the real tone up there? How much of it is the media painting? I'd, it's a, I'd say it's a self-perpetuating cycle, right? The media gives attention to people that grandstand. Mm-hmm. Right. So people right. will grandstand and get set attention. Right. And then you have people that like Kevin that want to sit there and get things done. Some of the older heads in the room that are like, "Hey, let's get back to doing our jobs." Just do our work, and you get the the new generation, shall we say? That's just looking for the spotlight. Yes, exactly. Well, and you know, and one of the things um, that I've always admired so well, there's so many things that I admire about Congressman Brady. One is his ridiculous, almost unbelievable knowledge on so many topics. Mm-hmm. And it, and if you if you don't believe me, if you think I'm just like sitting here, you know, pro. Uh, Congressman Brady, which I am, but you can go ask this man about any topic at any given moment, just walk up to him and ask him a question, and he'll have something like meaningful in depth to say. Mm-hmm. It, it absolutely astonishes me how current and how yeah. thoroughly yes. he researches and dives mm-hmm. into these issues, um, and it's just so impressive. But the other thing that, that impresses me so much, too, is how truly receptive he is to the thoughts of his constituents Mm -hmm. um i've never seen him speak to anybody when he didn't say tell me what you think and mean it sincerely and sit there and listen Mm -hmm. he's not one of those that that speaks or you know asks a question waiting to give a response he he really absorbs the information so i can imagine that this has got to be so frustrating for him frustrating is is the right word is especially I mean, there's having a long-serving representative is people is a double-edged sword in some cases, right. but especially someone who's who's been there, who knows what they're doing, has 
gotten into a position of leadership right. and has accomplished things before to have to sit back and be like, okay, now we have to deal and with just, all of this. Uh, yes. 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 Yeah, frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we know that he's out there, you know, working every day and probably trying to mend a lot of bridges. And obviously, um, you know, President Trump relies on his knowledge mm-hmm. and experience, too. So in a way, I can see that that probably hinders him even more just because he's being genuine to what he was elected to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I can imagine how frustrating that's got to be. Yes, absolutely. And one of the things that that I have always, as as you said, was that he always asks people and he wants to. And then and then there's the day he the days that he asks people and they get vicious (laughs) and he just. He listens and then he suggests mm-hmm. something when they're done. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'd have gotten up and walked out. <laughs> I don't have time for you. Anyway, so um, I, anyway, I think he has to be extremely frustrated. Yes. I'm with you. Um, and, there, and there's so much, there's so much to be talked about and so much that could be accomplished and, um, and so much that needs to be done. And I, I'm, you know, I hate it for him just because on a personal level, he's genu- genuinely one of the kindest people you'll right. ever meet. But, mm-hmm. um, but to sit there and have to endure all that mess. So, so one of the things we were talking about before, just mm-hmm. right before you came in, um, was or actually we weren't talking about it on the air, I don't think, but we were talking about, um, I, I asked, um, Craig, I said, so, what about the Republicans taking the House back? You hear the Republicans mm-hmm. touting it. You hear the Democrats saying, ah, no way. Right. You know, I don't know why no way. They took it. So I don't know why we can't take Excuse it. Me. We being mm-hmm. Republicans, sorry. Um, anyway, I, and he said, well, it depends on the Trump race. And I said, is there any way that particular, that that's going to go? Anyway, I'd, I'd like for you yeah, to... Yeah, it all, it all depends on the top of the ticket, basically, how that turns out, because... The president carried the house when he won. That's just kind right. of how the math, the right. math in the out. states work out. Right. right. He'll if he wins, he'll most likely carry the house, and if he loses, then it's a moot point. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So what do you think? Because I know my opinion on this, and I can kind of guess both of y'all's opinion on this. Bernie Sanders' big win last night. What do you think that that means? <sighs> Ooh, I have lots of. Lots I know. Of I know. I do too. I First do too. off, I think calling it big is a very is misrepresentative. That's true. That's true. Because um, because if you add up, you kind of say okay, ten thousand feet up, you've got the the progressive wing and you've got the moderate wing. Mm-hmm. Right. You add the Bernie won New Hampshire in twenty sixteen by what twenty points, twenty two points. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize it was, like, it was that much. Big. Yeah. Well, that, made, that makes, what, 60-40, 65-35, yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. along those lines. So you think, okay, there's 60-65%, to say two-thirds of New Hampshire voters should be inclined, if not towards Barty, then at least towards Elizabeth Warren or something right. like that. And you add up the math, and you've got two, basically two-fifths that vote for Bernie or Elizabeth and three-fifths that vote for Klobuchar, Pete, or Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's... And then it just goes to show you it's less Bernie and more how unpopular Hillary was. Yes. True. Um, I think that's a very good don't, observation. But don't misunderstand that. We saw what happened in 2016 when you've got a, a high floor, low ceiling, very populist candidate in Donald Trump. Never really broke 35%, but the field was so divided that right. 35% carried him through. Right. Now, thankfully it did, and we are where we are. Um but just kind of how the math worked out, he never really broke fifty until he Couple secured of weeks the nomination. Ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, what so you, Bernie, I think Bernie's in the same boat, right? Mm-hmm. If the people that That's oppose true. him, they need to get their act together and decide, okay, who's in, who's out. We all it's need time to, to start narrowing it. the field a bit. It, exactly, because he's he's scooting by with 35% of the vote, and he's going to win everything with 35% if it's as divided. That's a very good That's a very good point. And and to look at the the range of candidates, it's it, – I mean, you pretty much – it's it's very interesting to me that it's um, for such a we've been talking so much lately about the divisiveness in the Republican Party. And we've been talking about how uh, the Democrats were were capitalizing on that. But now it's kind of interesting to see the same thing mirroring mm-hmm. and happening on the other side. Would well, you agree? Yes. Yeah, no, agree. I, I agree. I think. um both both parties have to have to deal with that, and it's more so a a factor of I hate the term establishment, but kind of the right. the established power brokers, the traditional power right. brokers in the party deciding what's what, and completely losing touch with the average voter mm-hmm. to the point of in twenty sixteen Republicans are screw you, I'm voting for Donald Trump. In right. twenty twenty Democrats are screw you, I'm voting for Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. What do you think, um, so say, hypothetically speaking, because we still have a ways to go, mm-hmm. say Bernie Sanders uh, somehow seals the deal and, and gets the nod. This is the interesting part. Yeah. Well, what, no, I, what I do think, you think he's that means the only President candidate Trump. that brings it as close to, like, he is the only one that could bring it to 50-50. Like, that's, that is just so, it, because you have both both establishments completely un unconnected Silenced. to the race. Right. Un, right, and so it's. It's it's populist versus populist, and what happens then is anybody's guess. Anybody else other than him, I think the president runs away with it. I it, think it's Reagan in in eighty eight right. kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, and and I have six. to agree with you, and especially here in Texas, you know, we we no longer have straight ticket voting, uh, which I think is also going to be an interesting uh, revelation. Mm-hmm. Something that we're going to see. I, I think all of us that find it interesting to look at those trends mm-hmm. are going to be really kind of yeah. diving in a little bit deeper, just because it's a kind of a different world. Um, but how do you think that that affects down the ticket? Um, it definitely puts more onus on the candidates now. I think a strong, charismatic candidate could make a move one way or another. I think it's entirely plausible that, say, if you get a really popular, really charismatic Democrat running for county commissioner mm-hmm. in the Woodlands, say, not I mean, nothing right. against anywhere. Commissioner Knock, right. anywhere, right? They could make in a strong red county. They're just, hey, I'm a moderate Democrat. Run, run against the system. It's all corrupt. I'm going to clean up the mm-hmm. county government, this, that, and the other. I think they have a much, much better shot now without straight ticket voting of pulling that off as opposed I to agree. the straight ticket. Yeah. But it does also help down ballot races statewide and district wide, right? Because mm-hmm. you go, you go look at Harris County in 2018. Right. It was a mess. We lost, we lost the judges Everything. because of straight yes, ticket voting exactly. in Harris County. So, so it's a double-edged sword. Exactly. I mean, and, you know, so that's, you know, one of the other things that we've talked about on this issue is how it's it seems like now these um, platforms aren't necessarily as vital as um, branding and advertising mm-hmm. because now Ex- it becomes exact- more marketing. So do you, want, you want me to go go full on, full on about that? Or yes. Just kinda, no, no, okay. So I... Um, I kind of I like like getting high minded sometimes. Um, there's a guy I like reading to, listening to Jonah Goldberg. He's got this kind of pet theory that institutions, kind of government, 
the military, different these insti- the church, these things and like that. Mm-hmm. They they used to be forming, right? You go and you go into the military and you come out a marine, mm-hmm. right? You go, you run on this thing as kind, you come out a congressman, right? right? You go, you go do these things and they shape you and they form you. Now you can critique that and say what they're forming people into is bad. Okay, you have that conversation, right? Right. But instead, what they've turned into is is platforms and stages. So you go into Congress instead of shaping you to become a a, a representative that deliberates the issues and comes to a messy compromise because that's the best way and forward. And that's not what necessary. Right. right. They you get up in grandstand because you get you get attention. You get people paying attention to you. Um, so I, yes, I think that it definitely these 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 institutions like the parties and different things they've. They're, they're they're dead. They're gone. It's all it's all personal, and I think Trump's the one who really put that front and center. It's all it's all personal branding is what it right. is. Right, and you know, and again, double edged sword because I'm you know there's always that fear that people are going or candidates, not people, candidates are going to focus more on just establishing their name than really what they stand for mm-hmm. and who they and who they who and how they want to represent. Right. So so. When uh, when this cycle started, mm-hmm. I, I was like really thinking ahead about this because, in my opinion, there are well the the phone call I get the day before elections mm-hmm. from across the country is, who are the judges? I don't know what judges to vote for. I didn't pay attention to the judges because right. people don't pay attention. So they got votes before because people voted straight ticket. Mm-hmm. So I don't think people are going to go down the ticket and vote for the judges I, unless that judge candidate has really, really had a name. They've established. Yes. Okay. So I think it's, I think it's scary for those guys. Um, I also think that, that's my opinion, that it's a little scary for those guys. Um, I also think that there are some long-term judges who haven't been bad judges, mm-hmm. but they haven't had to run really hard. And if and not now they're this being year, contested. if not this year, then maybe in two years or four years, they may be contested. Yeah, I, I think yes, those concerns are valid. Um, I think it just it puts again it puts it back on back on the candidate, back on the judge. Right. You've got to. Now, do we actually want judges campaigning? I don't know. That's a big question right. you want to find out. But I think um, you've whittled, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that it all kind of comes down to who votes down ticket. Right. right. Yeah. And I think he's really got, committed to the election re- and process. And I think at least here in this area, you've got a lot more Republicans that are committed to the whole ticket than elsewhere yeah, right well so. and i think too that you know um for for those of us that are involved you know where we're paying attention to judges races <laughs> it's because you, one of the things that we that we find important is that judges enforce the laws they aren't trying to legislate or mm-hmm. make the laws and most you know of most of them well and and that's true because you know i mean just going through some of the forums here lately that we've seen we've actually seen Republican um, affiliated judge candidates saying that they want to interpret and make laws. And for all of us that are paying attention, we know that that's not their jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's delineating that and getting people to pay attention and get involved enough because most people don't really care about judges until they end up in a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then all of a sudden they care about who's going right. to be overseeing their, their case. Uh, but do you think that there is a, a special 
trick? What? How do we get people more engaged? You know, here we are fixing to enter early voting. How mm-hmm. do we get people interested and and engaged in the importance of electing? You know, judges that represent you know the ideals that yes. they, Would you they care about. Tell us the secret to campaigning. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was I was finessing this just fine. <laughs> yes, I want some insider information. What do you exactly. think I do? The, the secret to have, the secret to campaigning is to be a candidate or have a candidate that that just loves it, that thrives in that atmosphere. Um, and other than that. It, there, there is no secret. It's all you know. Yeah. You know this just I as well. That. It's I yeah. know that. You, it's, there's only so much you can do at, at the well, end of the day. And and, and I and I ha- I I made this. I've made this comment to all of them. They go, okay. What what do I do? What's the secret? Okay, you've told me this. You told me that. You told me this. You told me that. What's the secret? Do all of it. Mm-hmm. Do all. Do it of all. It. You have to walk. You have to mail. You have to have a website. You have to have social media. You have to go to the forums. You have to go to the parties. You have to. You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to do all of it. Yeah. And the one who does it all the best and most balanced, right, wins. Well, and I think what's fun too, funny too, though, is you look at you know different candidates and different characteristics. You know, um, you know judges, scholarly, yes, knowledgeable. You know, I would say a lot of them are more introverted just because that comes with, you know, reading cases and, and diving into to laws and so forth. But um, but so it presents an especially different challenge for a lot of these judges candidates because it's very much outside their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Most of their comfort most zone. Of not, their all comfort, of them, not, not all of them. Not all of them. But I do think it's going to be really interesting to see what the turnout's going to be this we year. Have, we have one candidate, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and you know him, who is a judge candidate. And, and I'll just tell it's Bobby Kasperzak. He's mm-hmm. been on our show before. And he started out that way. But he's got a he's got a great personality. So that he's, works. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He, I wouldn't call him an introvert. But, no, Scholarly, but not an introvert. Yeah, but he, he also started out, though, as not, not embracing that – now I can't shut him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's on the phone all the time. Yeah. Well, okay, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Which is great. Yeah. That's great because he's he's taking all the initiative to go and do, and he has gotten to know a lot of people. Right. And I and I think that there are others that have done that too that aren't necessarily ours. Right. But, um, well, and I think what you said is exactly right. Those that mm-hmm. embrace the process. Because right. it, yeah. it really is, you know, one of the things that we say all the time, running for office is not easy. It's a grind. You've it gotta, is exhausting. You have, to, you have to enjoy the grind. You have you to do. thrive in that kind of environment. Yes. And the person who does that the best is nine times out of ten going to come out on top in those small local races where it's all candidate driven. Yeah. Mm. So I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what the turnout's going to be, not only for those specific down ballot judge races, but well, and we have a we have a, a, a an interesting sort of um, set of um, candidates this year. Not mm-hmm. not the candidates, but the offices that they're running for. We have we have no sheriff. Mm-hmm. We have no was a DA's turn. Mm-hmm. We have no law no, enforcement. Mm-hmm. Law, a law enforcement. We've got you know a couple of a couple of. Um, Constables, mm-hmm. and it, but by and large, there's not. And then we've got this handful of judges, or a couple, mm-hmm. and it's there's not a lot of people running. There's not a lot of offices being run for, and I just think it's kind of a, a strange. We don't have a we don't have a really high placed right. Well, and you look at the the Ninth Office. District Court of Appeals race. 
what I thought was interesting is you have a 10-county area, and every one of the candidates it's is from, from Montgomery, Montgomery County. County. <laughs> now, part of that makes sense, given sure. given who we are and where we're located and, and the size, but but that really shocks me. Yeah. And and is that because of the you know the the perception that running for office is expensive and impossible and it's a horrible atmosphere right now or is it because most people that you know are inclined to run for that office are here in the largest county seat in the district and in doing business here what do you think that is a little column a little column b yeah um yeah you've got it's it's easier to run and get people to know you and want to vote for you if you're running in an area that you're from. Yeah, and more and populous. More, and more, and more populous, populous, right. And if you're the biggest county in a district, just odds are that the people that want to run and run locally in, I guess they, the next step is, okay, I want to run and I want to be competitive. I don't want to just put my name down on paper right. and know I'm going to lose. So if you want to run and be competitive, you need people to vote for you where you're from. Montgomery County is the biggest in the district. Yeah, I guess so. that makes sense. And, and the other thing is, is that... Um, we ended up with a large field. I don't think we've mm-hmm. ever had a huge field in, in a race like that. I mean, yeah. We're five in that race. Is that right? Yeah. Four. Four, Four in that race. Yeah. Four. There's five in. No. There's no, five. I want to say there's five. No, there's five in, in yeah. that race. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah and right. early voting starts on the 18th, which is yeah. Monday. Mon- Tuesday. 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 Mm-hmm. And, you know, then it's going to be... <gasps> The Run final off home stretch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, <can't wait. laughs> I know. Well, since we are halfway through the hour, I think we should go ahead and take a break. Okay. Good. I know we've got some more topics that we want yes. to discuss with you uh, because there's all kinds of interesting things going on. Uh, and uh, and I'd love to get your take on things. So um, if you are heading out for lunch just now, make sure you're tuning in to 106.1 or 104.5 on your FM dial if you're here in the Conroe area. You can also listen to us on Facebook Live on our Moxie Innovative page. You are listening to Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel, and we will be right back. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio.
Second Saturday Divorce Workshop provides unbiased information to help you understand your options and move forward with your life. This divorce workshop is for you if you are contemplating divorce, in the process of divorce, already filed for divorce, or post-divorce. You will explore the emotional, legal, and financial aspects of divorce from professionals who have guided others through divorce. For more information on this divorce workshop, contact SecondSaturdayWoodlands.com or call 832-375-0900. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mel of the Christian Mel fame, host of the town. <laughs> <laughs> and we're excited to be sitting here with our friend Craig Llewellyn yes. uh, with uh, Congressman Brady's office. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting time, especially now getting close to early voting. Um, and I love getting my, my pieces. And when mail. is early voting, ma'am? It starts on February the 18th. Which is Tuesday. what day? That would be Tuesday. Next Tuesday? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I know. Primary Everybody election get out day vote. is Tuesday, <laughs> March 3rd. You know, it wasn't, it seemed like last week, it was like, oh, my gosh, we got so much time. And now oh, here yeah. we are, and we're in the thick of it. I know. And in the home stretch. Yes. Um, and I've been, you know, getting all my, my uh, political pieces, because I'm a nerd like that. So when I get yes. my mail pieces, I like to keep them because I like to read them. I think sure. it's, you know, um, it's... When okay, got, I'm glad I'm not the only person that no, keeps those. I no, I do. I do. I keep them for years. <laughs> I, and because I, I think it's important, too, because, you know, number one, they're not cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, if you've got a candidate that's, you know, willing to invest and in trying to share their messaging Absolutely. with you, I think it Absolutely. deserves your time and attention. Well, and not only that, but I think that... I don't, I don't care who you are, Republican, Democrat, like you, don't like you. Right. It takes a certain amount of gumption that very few people have Mm -hmm. to run for office i mean Mm -hmm. it is it is it's a it's got to be an internal struggle to make the decision yes yes and then the second thing is like you said there's a lot of expense and i will tell you having done this for decades mailers are expensive and it's when they get down to the last minute it is like the most critical time you have run through a lot of money and and gathering up money just to do mailers Mm -hmm. is painful oh yeah it is painful, mm-hmm. and a lot of them go in debt to do it. So I really respect people who mail, and I know y'all don't like hearing that because you don't like your your mailbox filling up with it. But <laughs> you know what? You know, I'd rather it's, get it's, that than you know the new the latest Dish Network offer. You know, at least you. it's got some substance to it. Exactly. Um, Dish Network. We didn't mean that. Y'all no, can hire us too. <laughs> but but it's you know but that's one of the things that I admire too about Congressman Brady because he outlines. Look, this is. 
what I've done. This is mm-hmm. what I want to do. And what and that ties into just kind of his whole campaign strategy. He always keeps it positive. Mm-hmm. And you see so many of these guys on both sides of the aisle um, that just get dirty and ugly. And, and even these, you know, folks that that run against him. How does he I mean, I know that, and it, I know part of it is just his personality just because he's just a really nice yeah, guy. He is, he is. Um, but to, that's got to be a real struggle sometimes, especially working for his campaign when you yeah. just kind of would like to backhand somebody on occasion. Oh, oh you, have, you have no idea. You have no idea. You, I think you hit the court. <laughs> but, you know, but because there are so many mistruths out there. Mm-hmm. So how do you go about keeping that mentality of, okay, you know, we're, we're not going to strike back per se. We're just going to, we're, we're going to focus on just laying out the truth the way that, it is in the way that we you've know just got to be confident going. in your message. You, you've got to know, you've got to trust that you have the right message, that you have the right candidate, that no matter what slings and arrows come your way, you know that you're the right person. And if it's big enough and pressing enough, then maybe you can address something. But a lot of it is noise. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people, especially in social media these days, they mistake noise for substance, right? That right. is so right. Oh true. my gosh. That's okay, true. so yeah. they, don't, they don't realize that. Someone posting something on Facebook that gets 20 likes and five comments, right? Say 30 people saw it. 30 people actually read it. Another 50 more people right. saw it, right? Call it rounded up to 100, e- right. an even 100. There will be hundreds of thousands of voters just in this primary, not to in Montgomery County, not to mention everything right. else, right? It's, it's, it's a scale issue, right? You've got you've to know. You've got to be confident. Hey, we've got the right message. We're never going to get 100% of the vote, no matter who you are, right. no matter what you are. Um, there'd be people that vote against Jesus just to vote against exactly. Jesus, right? Just to say um, they did. Exactly. So you will never get 100% of the vote. You have to recognize that. You've got to be confident in your message and just keep on soldiering. Well, and there are so many people that, you know, they see it on social media and they think it was reported right. by God himself. Mm-hmm. Yes. That it's factual, you know, and but to be able to just weed through so much of that noise mm-hmm. to actually try to correct some of that, that, that to me, that's got to feel overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, the other thing is, is that um, there are those people who, who will argue with a fence post. It doesn't matter what you that's say. That's true. They're right. going to argue with it. They're going to, they're going to fight it. They're going to, and, and that's something that, you know, Congressman Brady obviously is, is adept at because mm-hmm. he's very, he's done it for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, th- and that's something you were talking about newer candidates that struggle with it because, you know, they get shot at and they yeah. get hit. They well, feel like they've been hit and, and actually have, it's just. To, the, the dirty secret the is, is it's not general, unless it's something major that you have mm-hmm. to address. It's generally not worth your time and effort to bother chase, with chase rabbits, right? right? To chase rabbits, exactly. Um, if you've got supporters that want to stand up on your behalf, even better, let them go do their thing. Mm-hmm. You focus again. It all comes back to you've got to be confident in your message, confident in your candidate, right? Yep. You can spend an hour arguing with somebody on Facebook, or you can spend an hour hitting twenty doors down the street. What exactly. Do? What's going to be most productive? Exactly. Yeah, and um, and I know y'all have got a great team too. I mean. And not just on the campaign side, but also um, working in the offices mm-hmm. that, that work for for all of us. Right, mm-hmm. the legislature. Um, it is it is really impressive. As somebody that has called your office and said, hey, I've got a question, um, just the depth and the knowledge. And if you don't know mm-hmm. the answer, well, y'all just, yeah. y'all go find it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I, it's sad to me that I don't think most congressional offices work that way. I, I, yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's a, it's a leadership thing. It all, it all starts at the top. And I have, I've been, I've worked for people that I've believed in and people that I've not believed in, and it's been a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the nature of the job at some sure. points. Um, but I am. I've kind of got some perspective, and Kevin's the real deal. Like, he's he's genuine, he's honest, mm-hmm. he's just a good all-around guy, and it starts at the top. If you get someone like that and the people that want to work for him believe in what he's doing and believe in supporting mm-hmm. supporting him and doing the right thing, then it all then it all filters down from him to our chief of staff to our district all the way down all the way down the road to even my door knockers. Right, right, yeah. right. Versus if you've got someone who doesn't inspire confidence like that, then you can have a lot of issues. Well, and, you know, I, I told J.J. Holly, who was our guest last I, week, I right. told him this story because to me it, it shows the impact that a statesman and elected official can have. Because I'm, I'm still in that, I have that romantic minded of elected leadership as somebody that you look up to, that you aspire to be because they set I'm not going to laugh at you, but. Yeah. <laughs> not all of them, but I, but I there's like, still. Gosh, I thought I'd taught her better there's, that. There's, there is still that part of me that that's is. Great, in, that's great, though. That is mm-hmm. in uh, political rhetoric at Texas A&M University with Dr. Dorsey that is sitting there tearing apart speeches and and just getting engrossed with the words right. and the guy and the people mostly men at that time that delivered them because they're uh, you know it's a different world but anyway um but my son who is 14 mm-hmm. has met uh, congressman brady on a couple of different occasions um you know one whenever he came to speak um at the high school republican par- uh, uh group that I was attending and he was with me. Um, another time was during Hurricane Harvey relief. Mm-hmm. And so he's not necessarily up on all the issues. He doesn't, you know, he's not, you know, a politico by any means. But he, you know, they, they're kids. They, 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 they gather information, <laughs> right? They mm-hmm. pick up bits and pieces. So we were talking when um, the impeachment mess was going on. Um, not that it's all over, but, you know. And... He said something to me that really struck me. He said, I wonder what Congressman Brady thinks about this. And I think as people that, just as voting citizens, doesn't matter how knowledgeable you are or not, you have a you have 14-year-old kids that are involved in baseball and football that are playing Fortnite that are doing all these other things that are way more important to them. You just described Craig's life. And they're <laughs> and they're and they're still cluing in because it's still important to them. And and of all people, it wasn't, hey mom, what do you think? It wasn't, you know, I wonder, you know, what uh, any of the local people that they yeah, see on a regular like basis. Yeah, it was like he had just it come was, up in conversation. Yeah, it he was, just I wonder what blue, Congressman right. Brady thinks about mm-hmm. this. And I think that that sets such an amazing example of what a job he's doing representing yeah. us. Um, you know, and the way that, you know, anybody that understands conflict resolution, you know, you don't always get to win a hundred percent of the, your argument a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. But, uh, <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, but I think that, you know, the way that he, he is able to compromise and still get things done is, is really mm-hmm. a testament to how well he does his job. Yeah. I think he, I, again, like I said, I've worked for people that have inspired me and I've worked for people that it was just a paycheck. And yeah. he's, he's one of those that I'll, I'll die on the hill for Kevin Brady. Yeah. Like he's, He's, he's the real deal. Yeah. I know, and his family's just <laughs> precious. I mean, oh, they're yeah. just, just 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and I feel like they're neighbors. I've actually seen him. I was actually at my eye doctor, and um, and Congressman Brady and his son were out riding bikes mm-hmm. and stopped by just to say hello because uh. the eye doctor is a friend of him. I mean, you know, that's yeah. kind of what he does. Um, but, uh, you know, how is he feeling after, after the impeachment um, and the acquittal, which is what, you know, the acquittal, mm-hmm. um, how is he feeling? Other than frustrated because of the rest of everything going on. I mean, it's it's all I think frustrated, right? Again, it's all it's all it's all different parts of the same soup, I guess. Yeah, for, like, I'm sure you can well, find a better metaphor than that. But well, but that that's true because it's not over. Mm-hmm. It, and, and, it, and it'll it, it'll never be over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nadler walked out of the acquittal and said, "Okay, well, we're going to investigate something else now." Like it. Wow. <laughs> and. At, at the end Crazy. of the day, you've got these people that are so dead set on refusing to accept reality that they'll do all these things in the run-up. We're, we're less than a year away from a from a presidential election. We're mm-hmm. what? Do the math. Eight months? Yeah. yeah. Ish? Yeah. Less than a year. Um, and these people still can't let go. They're like, okay, well, we didn't get them. Let's see what happens. Not even, not even let's see what happens in November and then we'll reevaluate again. Mm-hmm. It was, nope, we're going back to the mat tomorrow. It's amazing to me. Well, and, you know, I saw an article that came out yesterday, and I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm not an expert on this subject, but I thought the, the parallels were really interesting, that there is a constable in Liberty County that um, has been indicted for official oppression. Um, and the big argument is that it seems to be because he has a contested election this year. Mm-hmm. And it looks like similar tactics might be being employed. Now, I don't I don't know the candidate. I don't know the, the truth. So I'll, mm-hmm. I'll admit that. But is you think that's something that we're going to start seeing more of? It depends. Um, going kind of going back to in, the whole institutions and grandstanding kind of thing. If you get you know, it all, it all depends on the 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 investigational bodies, right? The mm-hmm. um, is it T. Cole and kind of the um, the investigators from the state or from the FBI? And if you get people that want to go in there to to grandstand to make their political point to take down the bad guy yeah you'll find people that are can justify anything sure go look at the lisa struck and page peter and lisa yeah, yeah. The, those those fbi guys right you've got people that are justifying doing something that they know is illegal because it's for the good of the country or whatever they mm-hmm. decided it was right Yes, I think there will always be people like that, and in this day and age, there may be more people going into right. those kind of positions. Or at least they get more attention. Or they get exactly. Um, I still, I'm at the end of the day, I'm an optimistic guy. I think it'll all kind of come together. Then you may have one bad apple, but two other people in the cubicles next to him are like, "Hey, man, calm down." So <laughs> Chill out, right? For Pete's sake, right? Yeah, we have important conversation, and that's not it. <laughs> yeah, well, and it all comes back to ethics, and you know, and, and not just political ethics, but ethics on the grand scheme of thing, and just you well, know, you're right. Golden rule: treat others like you want right. to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what is it? What is that saying that I learned? Everything I needed to know in life, learned, I learned in kindergarten. kindergarten right. Um, you know, and and just getting back to that that kind of moral grounding mm-hmm. um, on you know on a societal basis, which is you know. Whew, you know, but uh, but you know, but to see it in our in our leadership, and I think then it trickles down. I think yeah. you know, you you those that have the stage, you know, if you watch their behavior, 
people typically try to emulate that mm-hmm. behavior, and, and it would be nice to see everybody cleaning up their acts. <laughs> yeah, well, you you'll, find no, you'll find no argument here. Yeah. So how has the reception been here? Um, are you seeing a lot of attendance at, at forums? I know y'all are attending events from Representing Congressman Brady because yeah, he's it's, trying to work. Um, but. I don't know. You've, uh, yeah, I mean, you'll always see people that come out this time of year that, aren't the usual crowd that we run into in Mm -hmm. July of an odd year. Right. (laughs) Um, But about this time of year, you get everybody coming out and, okay, who am I voting for? Let's figure it out. I think as a whole, the people of Montgomery County are very involved. They Mm -hmm. like to know who they're voting for. They like to look look someone in the eye, shake their hand, decide if they like the person or not. Yeah. What about outside Montgomery County? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a... You know, it it was interesting, you know, like you were saying, we were in Leon County last night. And to me, I was excited. The weather was horrible. It's rainy. It's cold. And still to have the turnout that was was there. And it was for a single candidate event. It wasn't even a forum. But to see the turnout, to me, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm nerdy that way. Even if the cake was the wrong color. (laughs) But (laughs) we had a we had a we had a great event. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really was. And it was very engaging. And And I think, you know, looking forward and. You know, all of us that are trying to make the the right election decisions, uh, because you know, for our children, for the future that's coming, um, it it was nice to see so many people yes. present and engaged. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's an interesting road out there. But I think you know, I love the fact you know, I, it's the media attention is is both. I mean, it's negative because you know we all see the the spin and what's going on. But it is nice to see that there that at least with the coverage that. In some way, somehow, through social media or whatever, it's filtering down, you know, to our our next generation of voters. Mm. Well, I don't. I yes on that. Um, and the other thing is, is that um, I I really believe. I really do believe that things are going to come full circle in Montgomery County. I really do believe it. I believe that all of the grief that has been started and stirred. There'll be some good that, that filters out of that, some very positive. But I think, I think it's gonna, it'll, it'll come full circle and everybody will sort of mellow out and, and sort of, you know, it's never going to be one big cohesive group because it's such a large group. There, there will always be two sides, whether it's two sides of a party, two parties. Mm-hmm. Right. There right. will always Agreed. be. Agreed. There will always just, it's, it's natural, mm-hmm. right? There will always it's be two nature. opposing sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I don't think that it has to be vicious. No. And it has been vicious in the past couple of years. And I think it's coming full circle. I think mm-hmm. the viciousness will start to disappear. I sure hope so. Yeah. I, no, I, I, have, I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Christy. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> throw that one out the window. No, but okay. I, I, and I hope that that's on a, on a national scale, too. It would be nice to yeah, see that happen. Yeah, it would. It would. Just, just to bring some cordiality and you know cordiality is that a word if it's not not it should be it should be it's christy's word of the day day. okay um real quick Mm -hmm. first of all i want to say this craig thank you so much yes and i also want to say if if people are interested in learning more about congressman brady where can they go and find out everything that they want to know about what he's doing in Washington. What he's accomplished and what What he's he's done what he's doing you can either go to his official if you like nerdery you can go to his official washington page which is uh kevinbrady.house.gov or if you want the quick hits you can go to bradyforcongress.com 
Um, or find me somewhere. Yeah. I'm out everywhere. Happy to talk. Yeah, and, and find them and follow them on Facebook. And really, if you if you ever have a question or an issue, mm-hmm. call their office. I, I would. Mean, I don't follow me on Facebook. I, well, I, mean, I don't believe in Facebook. <laughs> follow 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 Brady for Congress. That's what on I Facebook. meant. Brady for Congress. That's what I meant. Was uh, because that y'all you know relevant information, but it doesn't flood your your timeline mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's relevancy, and, and, you know, then you'll get all kinds of information. Absolutely. So thank you, and be yeah. sure and pass along our thanks to Congressman Brady yeah. for, yes. for the work that he's doing for all Absolutely. of us. Absolutely. Yes. So, yes. What um, now? Uh, well, I interrupted I, you. Sorry. No, no, that's that's quite all right. Um, I'm here to be interrupted. Um, I we I did not give a, a calendar at the beginning of the show. And do we have any? Up, I know we've got the parade next. Yes, weekend. we have the Go Texan Parade we coming up on February twenty second. That's correct. Um, it will be here. Gosh, that's next Saturday. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun. I I hope Congressman Brady's team will be able to participate in they the 55th are. annual Go Texan Parade. Um, I'll Obviously, we've got Montgomery County Fair and Rodeo coming up very mm-hmm. quickly. What is the date of that? Um, yeah, thanks for putting me on the spot on that one. I'll have to look that one up. It's mid, um, mid March. Yeah, mid, end, of end of March. I think it's the seventeenth mm, is when it starts. Like um, I was just looking at it earlier. Um, and then, of course, we've got the Bridgewood Farms Wine event that I'm currently working on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's coming up on April eighteenth. That will be at the Northside Lexus dealership in Spring. So 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 excited. Um, have some fun ex- fun surprises coming up. We've got uh, Kevin Black that will actually be performing live at the event this oh, year. Isn't that- um, Awesome. Um, yeah, some some new and exciting elements that we're going to add in this year. So, okay, yes, good. Anything anything other? Local? Well, we have lots and lots of forums still coming up. Lots of meet the candidates coming up, um, and of course, we've got early voting that starts on February the eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Please get out and vote, but before you do, do some research, people. Yes, yes, and and it's not that I mind vote talking to all of you. I, I mean, I enjoy it, you know, once every two years when y'all call me the day before Election Day and say, I don't vote. It's fine. I'll, I love it. But be better if you figured it out for yourself. Because exactly. your opinions might be different from mine. I doubt it. And when you go to the polls, be kind to everyone. Yes. Every, everybody. Everyone. Because everybody that's there is giving up their time from work, their time away from family, their time away from their lives because they care about somebody they care about a position they're passionate about what they're doing so just they care remember, about the process too or they wouldn't absolutely. be there absolutely and um and it really is fun get engaged if you have a candidate that you care about that you want to support get out there on election day and and share that love it's, you know it, it and and honestly is there any more fun time it's drudgery parts of it but parts of it are hilariously absolutely. fun you know and and mm-hmm. and i assume congressman brady will be there some of the time yeah we'll be is. he will be in town the first week of early voting we'll Excellent. be popping in and out good the second week of early voting, he'll have to be back, but he'll be yeah. back on election day. That's okay. great. Good. Yeah, there's Good. there's this great camaraderie that exists between all of us crazy people that show up <laughs> it, on, it you know, at the polling booths. But anyway, but make sure you like and follow us on the Moxie Innovative page. We're going to keep everybody up to date on election results as we get them coming in. And if you have any questions, just shoot them to and, us. And hello to Austin or the Austin area, Galloway. We know you're listening. Yes, and, and uh, we're so happy you're feeling better. Yes. Yes. Because you're so much fun. Anyway, (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in to Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We will be back next Wednesday in the middle of, or at the beginning of early voting. Oh, yeah. I know. We kicked it up our heels. It'll be fun. Uh, But until then, make it a great week, and we will see you next Monday.